0: Welcome to See It Our Way, a student-run podcast from the Foundation for Blind Children's Adult Services Comprehensive Program, located in Phoenix, Arizona. Our goal is for listeners to see it our way and learn about journeys through life with low vision and blindness. This podcast hopes to raise awareness and help listeners understand how we go about our daily lives during and after vision loss. You will hear stories of hope and perseverance, creating a conversation about how life with vision loss is not worse, just different.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Foundation for Blind Children's See It Our Way podcast. My name is Chloe Ranshaw. I'm FBC's Creative Services Manager. And at the time of recording this episode, it's National Disability Employment Awareness Month. On a previous episode, we answered common questions for job seekers with visual impairments. But today, again joined by FBC's Employment Services Coordinator, Brooke Beatty, we'll answer common questions for employers on how they can become more inclusive and accessible organizations. Hi, Brooke. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me talking about employers this time instead of job seekers. Thank you for having me. What can an employer do to be a more inclusive and accessible organization to be more attractive to this untapped talent pool of applicants with vision loss?
0: I think there are a lot of things employers can do and many employers are already stepping into that space. Diversity and inclusion or inclusive diversity is already very much a thing that employers are talking about. Unfortunately, We don't always see that extend to inclusion specifically for people with disabilities. Structurally, at the organizational level, employers can do things like having business resource groups or affinity groups for different demographics of employees, including employees with disabilities. They can create mentorship programs. They can have lunch and learn events, have paid internships and part-time work for people who are entering the workforce, people who have disabilities. Just as an employer would go find any talent they're looking for, go where the talent is. Employers have recruiters that are on-campus recruiters. So having that on their radar is a great place to start. Employers can reach out to organizations like FBC, Arizona at Work, or State Vocational Rehab. They can reach out to disability resource centers at colleges and universities, too. So those are all good places to start.
1: I want to backtrack and explain to employers why applicants with vision loss are an untapped
0: talent pool. I think there are a lot of factors that affect that. People with disabilities bring a host of different skills and knowledge and abilities to the table. And that's in addition to all of the skills that we have as professionals in whatever our field happens to be. We are experts in our assistive technology and we're constantly learning new things. We're problem solvers, we're communicators and negotiators, and we're great at self-advocacy. We have to be just to move through the world and do the things we do in a typical day it does require extra skills. So we bring all of those skills into the workforce in addition to all the skills that we have that are specific to our jobs.
1: And one way an organization can become more inclusive and accessible is by actually partnering with FBC. Is that right?
0: Absolutely, and we welcome that. We get so excited about meeting with employers who are actively wanting to recruit and retain people with vision loss. That tells us that they are a stand-up organization and we see in them the pride in what they are doing and we feel that in what we are doing. We would love to connect with employers and there are so many ways that employers can help. Employers can partner with FBC in a variety of ways. In addition to hiring qualified candidates with vision loss, there's a lot that employers can do to support job seekers who are coming into the workforce. FBC has a biweekly job seekers forum and we're always looking for guest speakers from employers to talk about what they do, what roles are available at their organization, and what their hiring process is like. We are also always looking for employers to do mock interviews with our job seekers. Interview skills are great and you can learn them by talking about them and going through a list, but practicing those skills with somebody who is new to you, that is hugely valuable. And when people are willing to give up their time and expertise in that particular way, that has such a huge benefit for our job seekers. They could also have us come out to their organization. We want to help them, too. Right now, a lot of this is going to be virtual. Um, all of this is going to be virtual, but we can do lunch and learns and roundtable Q&As where people can just ask all the questions.
1: As employers move to be more inclusive and accessible, what resources do they have for accommodating job seekers with vision loss?
0: A really great resource, which I love, is the Job Accommodation Network Network and that is at askjan.org. There you'll find information on different types of accommodations for a range of disabilities, not just sensory and motor disabilities, but also hidden disabilities. There are all kinds of accommodations, some are technical, some are procedural, that employers may not have thought of. So first of all, becoming knowledgeable in what is available, that's a great resource. Employers don't need to be experts in all of the accommodations that would be needed for a specific person with a specific disability because we as people with disabilities, we are experts in the accommodations that we need. So employers, engage with your employees, have conversations with them about what they need. But for a lot of those technical details and a lot of great suggestions, askjan.org is a great resource.
1: As employers move to be more inclusive, what does the accommodation process look like for someone with vision loss who might be doing an office job, for example?
0: Well, the first thing I'll say is I'd like to dispel a myth and that's the myth that accommodations are prohibitively expensive. They're usually not. On average, a set of accommodations is $500 or less. It's gonna vary with the individual, but it's not as high as a lot of folks may think. For an individual with vision loss who's doing an office job, if they have some usable vision, they may use screen magnification software like ZoomText, and that just makes everything on the screen larger. You can also adjust the contrast and the color and other things that make it easier for people to use their eyes to acquire information. Other people might also use a program called JAWS, which stands for Job Access with Speech. That's screen reader software. It reads everything that's on the screen and the user interacts with it through a series of keyboard commands. Many people also use a combination of those two accommodations with a product called Fusion. So they get the magnification, They also get some text-to-speech. There's also going to be other things that are part of doing an office job, which are not necessarily done on a computer. So if you're still working with paper files, there might be large print labels, or at a minimum large print labels on individual file drawers, or just things that make it a little easier for an individual to find the resources that they are looking for. So there's kind of a variety of things, and a worksite evaluation is part of what we're able to do. If that's something that a client needs, we can go out there and take a look at the job site and see if there's something that job seeker needs to be successful. We can also provide orientation and mobility training with that job seeker on the employer site to orient them to the space in ways that are above and beyond what somebody giving a tour could do.
1: There are so many questions that an employer might have that we can't necessarily answer in a general format on a podcast. So where can employers go if they have questions regarding navigating disabilities?
0: Again, Ask Jan is a really great resource. And then reach out to us. We're happy to answer any questions that you might have, and we will have conversations with you. And our goal is to help put people at their ease. If you don't know anything about vision loss, it might make sense that you don't know how a person with vision loss would do the stuff that we do. If I didn't have vision loss, I might not know. It's okay that you're not an expert. There are people who are. And we're some of those people. So please reach out to us via our website, via our LinkedIn. We're happy to talk with you and to answer your questions. Thank you, Brooke. And
1: once more, will you share FBC's website for people looking to find us?
0: Yes, it is www.seeitourway.org. That is S-E-E-I-T-O-U-R-W-A-Y.org. Thank you for listening to See It Our Way podcast to help with awareness regarding blindness and low vision. Please click like and subscribe to follow our journey and connect with us through our website www.seeitourway.org slash FBC podcast and through all of our social media channels.